daddy, daddy, oh chew cheese and pocket me, oh pocket me, pocket me, you dry it in the toilet, it's pocket me, put it in your pocket and save it for another day. You can have it on a Monday, have it on a Tuesday, doesn't really matter if you eat it on a Sunday. Oh, it's pocket meat, oh, it's pocket meat, try it please, pocket meat, pocket meat. You can eat it any day of the week, it's pocket meat, pocket meat. It might cause diarrhea, it's pocket me. It may cause you to have IBS, but it's pocket me. It's pocket me. Also, you can try another thing called shoe cheese. It's shoe cheese. It's shoe cheese. You put it in your shoe. It's shoe cheese. Mmm, cheddar, jalapeno, it's spicy, flavour, toenails, <laughs> oh, shoe cheese, shoe cheese is my favourite thing, don't you go stealing it, cause if you do, I'll kill you. Like I killed all those people in the stacks. Hey, shoe cheese, it's a wonderful thing, shoe cheese. You can age your cheese in between your toes. You can pick it out and it will taste amazing. Gorgonzola, mozzarella, parmigiano and cheddar. Don't know any other cheeses, but I know you should try shoe cheese now. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. We should probably go to the Mwangi Expanse. Do all wizards end up really weird, Felbert? <laughs> I am in not. my experience, yes. All of them. <laughs> without exception. How? Well, that's just... Velda. Velda, I'm concerned. Do you know a good place to get a camel round here? Caragor's tracking yeah. hang and then looks up and sees a baby store and goes, um... Do you have any, like, dolls? Mommy, I'm cold. <laughs> if you're all quite done, I think we have a quest to begin. Getting on with the adventure continues now. Um, I'm glad we're rolling. Um, uh, I, I wanted to um, have a chat actually about something that happened to me that you know about because you did it. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, the other day. <laughs> For anyone um, who's uh, listened to Danger Recall or hasn't listened to Danger Recall, the other day these guys were recording Danger Recall. I was not a part of the Danger Recall, but I got a phone call in the middle of the day while I was minding my own business, and Colin said, all right, drum, and I thought I would missed another meeting. Um, turns out I was live on Danger Recall. Um, That's correct. And I, I finally understood 
you know what it must feel like for a radio station to call you out of the blue and prank you um <laughs> that's because that's what i thought I, it felt like it was happening at that moment um but thanks very much it was uh, it was a fun thing that happened weirdly though when this comes out like will that have come out if it has come out and who's heard it can you work out the exact date from listening to the Danger Wednesday so that happens. That episode of Danger Recall. <laughs> that, re- uh, that episode of Danger Recall, sorry. Uh, damn. In fact, I think I might have called it Danger Wednesdays when you rang. I yeah, said, oh, it's Danger... because it was... I mean, I, t- to be fair, we called you on a Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, did you uh, feel famous? Did you uh, feel anyway. famous, Drum? Did you feel like putting your phone up to the, uh, the computer and listening to yourself? I, 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 did, I did feel famous. I felt super famous. Um, but I also felt like someone was uh, like Jeremy Beadling me, you know, like pranking me. Yeah. Is Jeremy Beadle not a good reference for pranking now? Can I not use that? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a bit well, you know. Um, yeah, it's but, but if it makes you feel any better, when we got off the phone to you, we all promptly reminded each other uh, never to call each other when we were doing Danger Recalls ever again. And we threatened each other with knives yeah. to ensure that that would never happen. It was just me. It was just me. Call me. Scott was like, never, ever <laughs> do call that me to on me. The phone. I will yeah. put the never. phone down. I'll find out where you live. <laughs> <laughs> you I already know you. where we live, Ross. Oh, <laughs> oh good damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. The old we're all back with the old Scoss. We're, we're doing all the hits today. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Hey, oh, we're back. Magical time. Jerome, we didn't, in, we're like, we didn't interrupt an important day, did we? Uh, I was waiting for an electrician to come round, I'll have you know. Um, well, that's very exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It was. That is exciting. Yeah, it was very important. I mean, you know, we we we'd lost power. That's quite the exciting garage. in these. That's quite exciting mm-hmm. in these times, though, isn't it? Like yeah. waiting for an electrician, someone coming into your house. I know you don't know, and you have to be like, "Hey, how you doing? Yeah, what's going on?" And make conversation. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and, and like, do those and, things. And, and, and here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the here's the lockdown paradox. You know, if like a plumber or an electrician or someone comes down your house, do you offer them a cup of tea? Is that because usually I would, but you know, in these times, should you be up, you know, like offering cups of tea? Like, I don't know, it's a paradox. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. a simultaneous thing of like, I'm glad a service person has come around to my abode and fixing the thing, but are you also a plague bearer? Do I have to, <laughs> yeah. do I have to kill you? Uh, have you, you come around to fix yeah. it? So I'm yeah. 50% overjoyed, and 50% I might have to commit murder and then burn the body. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I had a couple of geezers come round to like do some stuff in my flat um, uh, a few months ago and like they came in and they were really nice I had all the windows open you know all that sort of stuff to keep it uh, quite secure and I stayed you know, two metres apart from them but then right at the end just as they were leaving like one of them started talking politics which is just like don't get into that with like a <laughs> you know don't get into that with, with like you know yeah 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 and they just started going oh you know he's doing alright and I was like no let's not get into that and then he started going <laughs> And I was like, whoa. You know, I was like, you can leave now. I'm not going to come to the door and let you out. And he went, don't worry, it's not Corona. And I went, how do you know? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you know? 
Yeah, um, How do you know? You have no idea. Colin, there, the man of the people. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. I tell you what. Come and touch. The thing is that 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 exact um, thought process is is what a four year old has. You know, because if Willow's, if, you know, if we say, "Oh, don't jump off that thing," Willow goes, "I'll be really careful. It'll be all right." We go, "You don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it might not." I mean, yeah. I know, yeah. I know, you've done it before and it's been okay, but like, you don't know. Like, it's possible. Trust me, I'm older than you. That you could, you know, like hurt yourself, and she just will not. She will never believe it. She will never believe it. Um, and anyway, so that's why four-year-olds and uh, tradesmen um, have something in common. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, never, yeah. Never What's employ the... a geezer or a four-year-old to come and fix <laughs> any of your appliances I'm, in your house. Yeah, I'm curious. Was the tradesman four years old? Colin? Uh, five, I think. So <laughs> yeah, that's all right then. That's oh, all right. No, no politics no, with a five-year-old. Look, no child labour happened in my house. Okay, I just want to state that for the record. That is not a thing that happens. He, he probably didn't have corona but hey how do you know just wash your hands everyone we talked got, about this on danger recall <laughs> i've got an image of just like this little urchin with a flat cap and his little tool belt being no, like oh, Dan. Oh, oh immigrants eh oh, what are you gonna do <laughs> oh, I'll see you later no this is not one of your games yeah, burn. Yeah. Ooh, I might just cut making, this bit. <laughs> just making some notes there. What's <laughs> uh, going on? Kill another one of Colin's yeah, characters. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. We devolve yeah. into like murdering all of Colin's characters again. How long have we got left in this preamble? Because I wanted to have a rant about something. Go oh, on. You, you got, you got, got a couple okay, of minutes. Yeah, rant. Listen, right. Oh, no, we got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, Hello, go on. Darkness, my old friend. Um, the uh, <laughs> listen, right? When I used to play Sonic the Hedgehog when I was a kid, right? There was Love the it. main yeah. antagonist. Apart from when Knuckles turned up, and apart from when you know Shadow turned up, which I'm still a bit, you yeah. know, whatever about. There was this uh, the main antagonist who built all the robots and imprisoned all your animal friends inside of big robot machines to try and hurt you was a man called Dr. Robotnik, who used to be Sonic's Dr. friend Robot- and helped him train with the supersonic super, super, super speed bit. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, gave him the shoes and stuff and then went mad because of eggs um, and <laughs> promptly turned into Dr. Robotnik. That man's original name was Dr. Kinterbor, right? And reversed, he became Dr. Robotnik when he went loopy and insane and started flying around in a big death machine. He's now called Dr. Eggman. Now, I know eggs are his defining personality, and yes, I may be sat in a cubby with 36 egg boxes, count them, Colin, but I find that repulsive. His defining... You might as well call, like, you know, a bad guy Mr. Evil or Mr. The Thing That Made Me Evil. Right? He, he had a name, and it was already satisfactory because he built robots. Like, that was a thing. Robot Nick, surely. Dr. Eggman, why? Where where are you getting the Dr. Eggman thing from? Is it from the game or from the the film? From the new games. I actually haven't seen the film. You haven't seen the film? But but the new Ah. games are all like Shadow and Dr. Eggman. Right. I think I think I know about this. Um, I believe in uh, the original Japanese. He was actually called Doctor Eggman in that funny way that sort of obviously Japanese is not quite a direct translation. Um, I think Robotnik was for the Western audiences. Well, I might be wrong on that, but I seem to remember How dare I successfully oh. Now they, I mean, yeah, you, <laughs> and now they they've just sort of gone back to people. We'll just call him Eggman. Did they do a Snickers the on us? They did a oh, Snickers, Snickers on this, oh, didn't they? they basically I still in the don't UK, like Snickers. Snickers used to be called Marathon, and anyone over sort of 40 goes on about it all the time. 
you know. But did you know this, Colin? Go Snickers on. Marathon used to be called Snickers. Snickers is the original brand name. Marathon well, was the brand name used for the UK, which they then changed in line course, with the rest uh, of the product. Yeah, so it's always been that. called Snickers. Yeah, it was but called it Snickers was everywhere else, but it was called Marathon here. That's that's yeah. yeah it was never we called Snickers marathons. here first. It was called Snickers here uh, everywhere else, not not here. Do you see what I mean? But it was originally called but Marathon. Here. Did you know and they this? They did that because it was cheaper to just mass produce. <laughs> <laughs> Snickers was actually originally called in its smaller form when they were road testing it. Snickers Light Jog. Because you have to warm up to a marathon. You can't just go straight before then. Snickers 2K. <laughs> All right? You have to warm up to a marathon. Otherwise, you'll hurt your joints. Hello, everyone. Oh, but, did, <laughs> but did you know this? <laughs> I want to go couch to Snickers. Couch, yeah. couch to Snickers! Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating the Snickers That's that a new you on the couch, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that was a pun Snickers on a couch. couch to 5k app. If you do want to get into <laughs> exercise, you can check that out. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Um, God, does anyone remember what the hell we were doing? Yep. Uh, yeah. Think, Great. We were I doing a we podcast, though. Really? I'll tell you who doesn't remember what we were doing. What? Beelzebub. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so dark. Oh, wow, self burn. With that. Oh, self burn. <laughs> Can this be the episode? Can we just release this? Can we just stop now? This is the episode. Say thank you and good night. This just like, uh, last, like, the, that's the too good. Last episode, I was just talking about how like you know dark it was that we couldn't properly mourn him, uh, and there comes Ross with a crowbar. We're all gonna be like off we go, wangy expanse. Da, 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 da. Oh. Yeah. Oh Let me just uh, get out my one character sheet now on my path builder that I don't have to keep swapping over the every time. The entire time. TTRPG just... community nods in solemn agreement for that is the way that these games are played. Yes. <laughs> 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 Especially people on the Discord, they were like, uh, they they were like, you've picked a such a hard class to like do as a second character as well, an alchemist like as well as a fighter. So I'm kind of glad of it, to be fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To focus on some Fulton action, get to find out uh, find out how his story is going to go. Well, let's. Should we find that out? Should we uh, Should we pick up with the Danger Club? So last week, last week was a ridiculous episode. I absolutely love that. I, I love that those come in after we have a really serious episode. There is just chaos the next week. Um, so you all went and got breakfast, uh, which was predominantly dried fruit because uh, the people of Quantium have a very, very awkward diet. Um, and uh, so the, you, you, during the course of this breakfast, you uh, decided that all wizards are evil. You yep. had a very long chat with <laughs> Sir Reginald von Bartlesby, the l- Knight of Last Wall, who was trying to build an army to fight the Whispering Tyrant, and for some reason was in Nex rather than anywhere near the Whispering Tyrant. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> more power to him. He's travel. He's getting tra- some traveling in. Um, you made the decision you were going to try and travel to Kibwe in the Mwangi Expanse and that you were maybe going to try and get some camels or get some uh, passage, something like that. You decided to put Jam Jam's skin on, uh, which Bubba did with a bit of rope on the breakfast table in front of all the other diners uh, while <laughs> Shania stormed off and went to Baby Gap and Fulton snuck off and went to a toy shop and both came back with tiny clothes for Jam Jam. Um, Fulton gave away the tiny dress that he'd uh, he'd acquired to a passing squirrel, and uh, <laughs> Shania dressed Jam Jam up 
in some pretty smart uh, new threads, including a T-shirt saying, I'm with the MILF. <laughs> Presumably Shania being the MILF. <laughs> Down um, straight. And, uh, <laughs> and that is... <laughs> I, I, I almost wanted Shania to come back with a T-shirt saying, I'm the MILF. Um, but <laughs> yeah, God damn. <laughs> you have to get him like... I, I'm looking forward to all of the well-researched baby products that will be purchased for Jam Jam uh, along the, uh, the rest of this Didn't adventure. we establish that that also ties back to wizards? Because what? Yeah, because didn't, didn't MILF invent the, MILF. the acid arrow? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that a true saying? So we're Mills Mills acid arrow, isn't it? And Mills, well, it's Melf, I think, like M E L F. Uh, but we can. It, I should have put that in the episode, shouldn't I? Ah, uh, yeah, just change uh-huh. it. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just change it. I'll have you know, my name is Melf. Yeah, nah, mate. Nah, you're a Melf, mate. Melf. <laughs> Let's go get some camels. Yeah, it's from that famous. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Camels, where uh, where Stifler's mum melts somebody with an acid spray. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's pick things up. As you are, you are now fully dined. You are, I would imagine, very, very, um, very, very eager for the toilet after all of that fruit. Or you know, you've probably got a couple of hours before that becomes a problem. Um, <laughs> and you are heading out of Quantium. And we'll pick it up as you're approaching the canavans. Canav. Ah, how can I still not say it? I even <laughs> looked it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I went to the Wikipedia pronunciation guide to try and work this out. Caravans. I was right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Woo! I could just are. imagine Dan practicing a caravan. And then the computer just goes, no, you are wrong. Caravansia. <laughs> just Carav- looking at all Carav- the phonetics on it. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. Caravanserai, just outside of the town. So it's a walled building. Once you get outside of Quantium, um, it's kind of... It's desert, but don't. it's not like the kind of Sahara desert. It, it, it's warm, but it's more... I don't know if you can say more arid than the desert, but don't picture like golden sands. Picture a lot of broken rock, maybe like sort of Mongolia, that kind of thing. It's just, it's just desolate once you get out of the uh, out of the city. And there's a few buildings and things like obviously every city overspills its walls a little bit, um, but there aren't too many. Like anyone who's living outside of the city is not doing well. Um, so you make your way along the main road a little way and uh, you come across the caravanserai at the end where there are lots of camels um, and lots of horses uh, all stocked up and you can see there are a number of look, looks like a sort of merchant caravan gathered around uh, that seems to be uh, building up uh, you know, gathering together at the moment there's all sorts of people milling around uh, and getting ready and we'll pick you up there um, you know, like how I just fast forwarded you guys out of the city yes. just to uh, avoid any, any other NPCs being accosted yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can I uh, I know you uh, we did some off air shopping uh, but there was one thing I couldn't yes. find in the list actually there's a couple of things but there's one thing that I wanted to hand over to another MP, another player character right now um, Garagor would like to at this point when we start crossing the, the desolate sort of barren sandy bits to hand over a parasol to Shania um, because he's quite conscious of her, you know, sunlight sensitivity thing. Um, is this something I could have picked up in Quantum along with the rest of my shopping? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you can pick up a set parasol for, like, two silver. It's, it's not Great! Very- I'd have known that. I'd have got the entire Data Club one. Um, 
<laughs> parasol crew um, uh, the parasol pals um the <laughs> actually really like that idea sorry i'll get off it now yes. um uh Caracol just goes over goes um uh ego uh, uh just to put over your like shoulders and head and what have you so the sun doesn't get it. i mean it's not that sunny but when it gets sunny then you can just fold that out it might blow away in the wind but you've got to just you know uh, you'll be all right there you go well, I, um shania takes takes the parasol eyes it suspiciously looks over at Carago and says so you think that I need this I need some kind of help from you because I am a woman no that's why if I'd have thought you needed help I would have unfolded it for you and held it over you but I'm just giving it to you as an optional tool Carago's well prepared for this line he's well prepared <laughs> um, so I'm giving you an optional tool and if you don't need it I can carry it around you can use it whenever you like Okay, so this is this is a present then for me, yeah? Ah, yeah, it's, it's a present, yeah. I should have led with that, shouldn't I? Present. To, 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 for, for me, to, because you are caring about the way that, that I might, you know, because I am from where I come from and because of the, 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 the sun that could be so dangerous to me, you bought me this lovely thoughtful gift. Oh, Caracol, thank you so much. She gives him a big hug. Uh, um, alright, yeah, uh, right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, just, you know, it's a thing that I saw it and it, you know, looked, I thought it reminded me. But, she yeah, grabs his face. No, 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 this is, this is so thoughtful and, and, and I don't, I, I just, it's, it's, I, I, I'm very, uh, I thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, it's all right. And she looks at him coyly and, and opens a parasol and looks very pleased with it. I was all ready to have you make a roll of thought to shoes save there when you refused the parasol. But that's good. So now you put the parasol, and it is like it, you're getting used to being on the surface now. It's been you know it's been a long time you've been up here, but it's still it's very hot um, up here. It's uh, so it is really nice to have a little bit of shade. Uh, there's a little tug uh, on your. Um, uh, does she not have like a skirt or like she has robes, doesn't she? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's like. Um you know, sort of a hooded cloak and and and, sh- and shrouds, kind of, kind of vibe. Yeah. So you get a little, this little little tug on the little tug on your vibe. Yeah. Um. And you, and you look down and uh, and Jam Jam is there. May I come under the shade as well, please, Milf Mama? <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to <laughs> climb up on the shoulder or something? There's a faint sort of sizzling. Uh, he's standing in the sun, and you can get a kind of whiff of bacon. Um, and he, kind of, <laughs> he steps under the shade and just clambers up onto your shoulder and sits there. He goes, oh, so much better. Um, <laughs> uh, Bubba's as he's, as uh, this is happening, Bubba's sort of walking along behind with Fulton. He sort of like uh, elbows him a little bit and goes, "Yeah, Fulton, look, they're doing that thing again. They're doing that thing." Hey. They're doing right, that thing you when watch they... that it's gonna you know oh it's like a little become Dan, 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 I got 23 it's like one I of got those... 23 in my perception can I can I have heard them do this oh yes you do Caragol whips around just the head just the head whips around just one eye glaring in, in a you know that means I see you like you've just been hunt prayed <laughs> alright oh. alright how you doing? <laughs> uh, Fulton's got uh, a hat, a boater hat, like that's made of you know that like wicker stuff. But he's cut a hole in the top to put his mohawk through, <laughs> so he's just got like um, so that he's protected from the sun. Oh. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I mean, we were just talking about uh, another 
to the people in the yeah, caravan. Why, why are you two being weird? Why are you being so weird? We're, talk, we're, talk, we're talking about no, those two people weird. over there. There's two people over the road. and we're Fuck two people. I don't see two going, people. Oh, just oh, talking they, about they've them. gone now. Uh, yeah, yeah, gone. you missed Sorry. them. They were doing some interesting things, like, and we, we noticed... What kinds of interesting... Should we be asking them something uh, about the mission? Just to... Just to no, no, it no, wasn't that interesting. Just ignore them, babe. They're being pests. Hmm. Yeah, babe. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's as usual. <laughs> yeah. I like that the more romantic Schnarr and Caraval become, the more Timon and Pumba, um, Bubba and Fulton become. <laughs> 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 it's a bit like a soap opera for them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like watching Neighbours oh, at the moment. Dear. You know what I mean? What's the... F- <laughs> when I was a young oh, no. dwarf. What's the plan, Danger Club? When I was a young Tengu. Uh, uh, Shania heads up to... Um, is it, can we see any camels for sale around this area? So you can see like there seems to be a large gathering of... Um, of this kind of it's a, it's a general bustle of, of people around. And you kind of... As you approach, you see that most of the focus seems to be around a, uh, a large knoll. Uh, particularly uh, particularly tall and particularly wide knoll um, who is sitting on top of a, uh, a big chair with lots of uh, cushions and a, a kind of a parasol over the top of it um, uh, on the back of like a uh, with some wheels on the back of it like a um, like a litter kind of thing but on wheels um, and it's he's sitting around um, watching um, while lots of people are loading up camels next to him there are a pair okay. of hyenas um, on chains one either side of him just kind of dozing uh, in the heat by the side of it and he's kind of barking orders um, to uh, those people around him um, not in a particularly aggressive way it's just that's how uh, Knowles talk they, are, they always are quite barky <laughs> um, so Shania heads over to the knoll um, and says, uh, "Hello, I, I, um, these camels you have for sale, yeah?" Ah, who approaches Borash, prince of the wasteland? You are a prince. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Shania, uh, and uh, this is these are my friends. Uh, and we we need to uh, purchase some travel um, things. Camels, camels, wish, camels. Yeah. You wish passage across the wasteland. The wastelands are very dangerous. It is why only very brave individuals, such as Borash, prince of the wasteland, can travel them. Okay. Well, danger's our middle name, so... No, it's our first name, isn't it? No, it's no. The middle, middle, it is the middle, middle because... With no, the, right. We've got the... It's the, yeah. the middle, yeah. So it's, oh. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about hey. this before. We wrote it down, Fulton, yeah. but you never pick up the notes anymore. I know. I can't read. But you've got a new hat, though. I like your new hat. Thank you. <laughs> oh, don't, don't like it anymore. Don't like it anymore. I want to vomit. I want to vomit now. Um, anyway, um, Borash, Prince of the Wasteland. An honour to meet you. I am Caragor Wanfang, Prince of Nothing. But um, uh, I, we do seek, we do seek passage across the barren and dangerous wasteland. Mm. Danger is all of your middle names, is it? That's, That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. We've all I... had the si- What are you Mormons or? No, we are, we, are, we are a group of... I don't know, Borash. What's a Mormon? Yeah, yeah I'd hey, like to know, to be honest. I don't know. It was a very successful musical, but I couldn't get tickets. Even Borash could not. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, Borash, um, it's, I mean, it's great. I, I love to hear about how brave you are, and I do believe you are super brave. But what we need is some camels. We'd like to buy some camels. So could we just, uh, we know that it's going to be a hard journey, and uh, whatever. Okay, can you sell us any camels? <laughs> just yes or no would be great. Borash has already purchased all of the camels in this caravansary, Sarai, Saru. I okay. don't have Wikipedia. And can and can can we can we buy some from you, mm. please? Perhaps he, he strokes his chin and looks at you says, The wastelands are very dangerous, and Borash has had to purchase many camels for to take his goods across them to take all the way to Kibwe. However, mm, perhaps Borash could require some extra caravan guards on this journey. Caravan guard. Oh, I see. Okay, so the deal is that we have to travel with you. Is that that's the deal? We can't just get our own camels and go and do our own thing. We have to go with you. That's, that's all right. That's all right, Shani. Because you know what Borash needs? He what? needs a caravan guards. Oh! <laughs> I see what you did there. Quite, <laughs> well, it's not quite grim optimism. I'm not that happy with it, to be honest. I've got to workshop it. Uh, I might refer it to Bubba a few times. He can help me hammer that out. But, uh, but basically. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do a little like workshop with you. I'll do a little bit of training. I'm always available. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Thanks, mate. Stop perving my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so we, we will absolutely do that. Yeah, we're real into that. Borash. How much are you going to pay us to be your security? Yeah, how much is he going to... Borash will... Borash will pay all of you 500 silver pieces to travel with him to Kibwe. What? Uh, hold on, what, 500 each? Wait, no, for all of you. He will give you 500 silver pieces to travel to Kibwe and he will give you all of the food and water you require. Hmm. We will. Can we ride a camel? You you can ride. You may ride a yes. For Borash will as an as an added bonus. Borash will not make you walk this whole way. He will let you ride a camel as well. <laughs> How about oh, good. Good. you give us five hundred gold pieces? What? <laughs> that is that is an. This is. <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say something. Well, that else. was it. That, that. No, yeah, no, just how about you give us 500 gold pieces? This, I know how these go. This is going to end. This negotiation will, will end with Fulton giving Borash 500 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a lot of money there, Fulton. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but we've got to protect him from the evils of the wasteland. Yeah, and... what sort of evils are we talking about, Borash? Lads, why are we arguing with this? We're about to have to... Listen, uh, side huddles, come, come over here. Uh, right, excuse right, me, right. Borash, Prince of the Wasteland. I like his jib, by the way. I'm quite into him. Um, listen, lads, we were about to have to pay to buy some camels to go across the waste. Now we're getting paid to go across the wasteland. And he's going to give us free food and water. I just bought three bloody packs of rations for you lot. Three weeks. That was 12 silver, that was, according to the Adventurer's Guide. That, that, I just forked it out, but now he's going to give us free food. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not bitter about it. I'm fine about it. I'm, 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 you I'm, sound I'm, a bit bitter. I'm, well, well, I mean, well done. You're very astute, but actually this isn't my bitter voice. It's not my bitter voice. All right. Um, anyway, we're going to get paid to go across the wasteland, so it's a good deal. What's 500 silver pieces into gold? 50, uh, I believe. That's so we'll get like 10 gold pieces each. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, like Caragor says, it could be very dangerous, and we, we, we might have needed to get a guard, and he knows where he's going. And, and if it is no, really dangerous, and then we have to have a fight, then we can then argue that we needed to be paid more no, at the end of the journey. No, just stop extorting people, man. <laughs> 
What's, what is, you, you, you can extort people when you understand the economy of the entire world. <laughs> hey, yes. let's take oh. a thousand gold pieces oh. from him. <laughs> uh, okay, um, let's just go visit the guy, okay? It's, it seems like it's probably a pretty, pretty good plan. Okay, hey, Borash. I have I've talked <laughs> to my friends and we have decided to agree on your 501 silver piece. He winks at You drive a hard bargain. Borash will pay you your 501 silver pieces. Yeah, I did it. I did are we going to split one silver piece between us? I think that, that silver piece is all Fulton's. He can take that, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really earns that one. Oh, I'm going to take it between my knuckles and punch Fulton in the dick. <laughs> all right, come on then. Let's go. Borash knew that you would accept. Borash can see the future. He looks. At, he narrows his eyes and looks at all of you, um, and looks at Shania and says, "You, you will try to have sex with Borash. You will." It's, 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 what? He says, "What did you just say? Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck did you just oh, say to me?" It was going so. Well. <laughs> says, yeah. And you will fail. But I, <laughs> Caragor, I'm going to get very... Uh, can you say something to him before I fucking kick his ass? Well, it's, I thought you didn't need me to do things for you just a minute ago. You no, I'm trying to for you to stop me. To, oh, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to stab him. Okay, and she gets, uh, no, she gets I, the don't knife stab, out. Don't stab him, Shania! Uh, Shania! He's already said Well, no, uh, she, she, takes the knife, she takes the knife out, the special knife that she got, the plus one knife, the poison knife. Uh, she takes it out and, and she take, puts it to his neck and says, uh, says takes it back. Okay, and be more respectful to all women in the future. Otherwise, I'm going to slit your throat. Very well. You will not try to have sex with Borash. Borash cannot help that the ladies love him. But Borash has no time for you. He must focus on his Shania knees him in the nuts. (laughs) Really hard. Okay. He just sort of doubles over and just falls to the sides. His two hyenas. Now, do nothing now to you've not. <laughs> His two hyenas just look at him like this is not the first time this has happened. It's, it looks like um, you need more security. <laughs> you should pay us more money. Yeah, it's because we protect you from that. <laughs> Borash. Wh- uh, whilst this is going on, Velda picks up Shania's parasol, which inevitably she's probably dropped. And she goes, um, you, you dropped your parasol, um, Shania. Thank you, Velda. <laughs> You're welcome. Jam Jam is just hanging on to it like Mary turd. Poppins to try and stay underneath it. <laughs> Good thing there was no gust of wind. He would just go... <laughs> oh, Borash kind of looks at Borash and goes, I will, I will increase your wages to 600 silver if you protect me from her. 601. <laughs> just don't be a, like, just don't be a dick, mate. Cookie, you know just, I mean? just don't be a dick. Like, yes, that was a dick you know what I'm move. saying? Just don't do that. You're not Stop really a prince. Yes, Borash is a prince. No, you're not. Borash Very the prick. Just, 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 just be honest. Just tell us you're not a prince. You're just a gay. Very well, Borash will, Borash will offer you 551 silver pieces, and he will sometimes be a prick. You just said six hundred, mate. You can't go Very back on well, that. Very well, six hundred. I mean, you'll literally will still be a prick, right prick and uh, the and uh, the woman is not allowed to attack me. Let me sit. Let me sing you a song. Six hundred gold pieces, silver pieces, and don't be a dick. 
and then we can ride all home. Hey. All right, let's go. That's beautiful. Hey. He, uh, he nods and says, Borash sees your future as well, Tengu. You will succeed. He smiles and nods <laughs> and then sits back in his litter um, and uh, a couple of... Um, uh, a couple of other gnolls come and pick up the, uh, the the struts of it and start pulling it. Uh, they gesture over to some camels that are already saddled up uh, and ready. Um, and you are evil, and they kind of kneel down. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like I want some nature checks to successfully mount these camels because uh, I don't think any of you have ever ridden a camel Just before. Before that, Dan, I'm going to pick the meanest, oh, biggest yes. one to to ride. Um, the uh, the camel looks furiously at you, Fulton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those dice never disappoint. Natural one. <laughs> okay, now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No. Right, that is a 28 from Shania. Can Bubba pick the smiliest one? Yes, you can. <laughs> the one with what he thinks has got the biggest smile the one and that a looks really grateful <laughs> yeah yeah and I like go oh how you doing boy how you doing mate Ooh, and grab on his cheeks I rolled a 19 okay pretty good how about uh, how about Karagor and Velda I got a 14 a 14 okay uh, Velda goes and looks at the camel and does a little circuit around the camel looking at its very angles and mm, okay and then tries to mount it with a six oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, Velda you manage to kind of you swing yourself up kind of onto the camel um, and then as it leans forward because it's kneeling down as it tries to get up its head just kind of throws backwards and just hits you in the face and you kind of tumble backwards barely hanging onto it and just kind of just flail away as it staggers up Caragor you manage it you manage it well enough you're good with uh, with whatever animal you manage to get onto there uh, Bubba you pick the smiliest it's got like kind of it's got like that kind of cartoon smile where it's almost got human teeth it's got just a big grin on its yeah. face um, and you give it a good talking to and it, it kneels down and just um and you just hop onto the back of it uh, Shania literally you walk to the camel you just give it an eye and it instantly knows who's in charge um, and just it immediately <laughs> just kneels down and you're able to just sweep onto the back of it and it rides off uh, at which like one handed yeah. parasol in one hand you know like yeah, 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 yeah. with a little swish of the of the, of the robes um, at which point you just hear a yell and you just see a camel co galloping past you with Fulton hanging off the back of it by one foot from a strip <laughs> just being dragged along the floor. <laughs> and with that, you... Show him who's Buzz Fulton! You make your way out into the deserts of Nex uh, and start riding off. So it is, it is very hot um, here out in the sun. It's, um, there's no shade at all once you get outside, except for Shania, who has a parasol, um, who is sort of doing all right. Um, but you also find you have to kind of... You have to be careful with the amount of water you use out here because it's, uh, you know, because you constantly want to drink. But uh, a bit like I did on Danger Recall the other day, where I drank three pints of water during a single recording session and then just felt bloated for the rest of the day. It was uh, incredibly foolish. I'm rationing myself today. Yeah. I mean, you should drink, like, more than that, to be fair. <laughs> no. Not at once. No, not yeah. at once. Uh, you know, I think, I think it's the at once that did it. Not a single yeah. Danger sure. Recall. That's yeah. the danger in a Danger Recall. <laughs> <laughs> you make it more dangerous for yourself. 
I mean, uh, yeah, three hours. Dan was 90. I'll do the maths. Well, yeah, that's what the sloshing sound is on some of those later episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, can Caragor shout back off his camel that he's... I mean, for starters, he's a bit like, God, the, the hump is like literally right there, isn't it? Like, it's right... I'm having to straddle right across that. It's, there's no way of getting around that. That's just... That's, oh, that's adjustments, isn't it? Um, hey, oh, you you what? Uh, can't you get thirsty? Come across some kind of water. I've got a water purifier back in Quantium. All right, so uh, we don't have to go through any clean or fresh water. Always so prepared. Well, just looks around at... Yeah, at the at the vast expanse around us of nothing. So, Caragor did say, Caragor did say, if we come across a body of water, he did preface that he was he was prepared for Velda's little angst little bits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I'll keep my eye out. Uh, do any of us see any mirages yet? <laughs> On, within, <laughs> within the first ten minutes, five minutes. <laughs> In the first oh. ten minutes, Fulton is completely naked. Oh, as well, yeah. uh, he's just got a hat on. Um, so yeah, just like every shot, it's just like the hump of the camel is like just obscuring in the way to make it peak still just about PG. Um, yeah. uh, everyone, I bought I bought some coconuts back at the uh, back in Quantium, and it, they're really good. You rub the coconuts on your skin, and it's good for you. Fulton. You should probably use one of these, mate. It's, it's like a natural sun uh, repellent. I don't need sun repellent. You're starting um, to look a bit red, though, mate. No. Yep, you are, you, you, you're taking fire damage, no, you're... mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's been five minutes. You look really red. I've had it before, about 100 episodes ago, where I was sunburned as well. I'm used to it now. That's Why would you want to be sunburnt, though? <laughs> Makes me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's rubbing coconuts into his uh, friendly claws. Are you actually right peeling there. the coconut? Or is it just the coconut? Because <laughs> I'm not sure that's so good for sunburn. Sure. It's just, yeah, of, yeah. Obviously, I'm breaking the coconut open. Okay. Just the All right. coconut. Using the, the the hole that there's three holes. Have you got, kind of got a coconut hammer? Have you? I was say, I've broken a coconut. Oh, I've got friendly. Before. Those guys are tough. What are you breaking that coconut open with? Bro? Friendly talons, mate. Friendly talons. Do you want me to roll claw. for it? I'll roll for it. I'll roll for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do I roll down? I think it'd be a strength <laughs> check to rip open a coconut. Uh, surely a craft check. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> surely, surely, surely a surely. craft check because th- th- there's three little bumps right. in a coconut. The one in the triangular shape. That's the one that you poke. That's the one that you uh, use to break open a coconut. Coconut. And Bubba knows this. He's going to use his strong, friendly talons uh, in a crafting on, like make a craft check. You got so, we go, 18. Okay, so you, so you poke your, your talon into the little hole. The coconut goes, no, my one weakness, and splits open. <laughs> <laughs> um, I drink a bit of the coconut water. and It tastes yeah. like water, but not as good. Um, but you feel very righteous for having drunk coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, t- I shout to the prince. Uh, how long we got left? <laughs> it it is it is thirteen days travel to Kibwe. Uh, uh. <laughs> is already like just smoking. <laughs> right, red. Uh, so you ride on, you ride on through the desert. So there's about um, there's about twenty five camels in this uh, in this caravan. Uh, there's no other than Borash's wagon. Uh, which, anyth- if anything, slows everything down um, because the roads are not very well made, so they're not really built for wheeled vehicles. Um, 
but uh, the rest are just camels with uh, with lots and lots of baggage kind of slung over the back of them and then a few people riding it uh, so you ride all through the day uh, until the sun finally dips you see very little um, there are sort of terrain features it's not completely flat um, but there is sort of nothing um, outside of the cities. You remember from talking to people in Quantium when you've asked about the kind of the war with Geb, uh, and a part of the side effect of that is that all of Nex outside of the cities was devastated in the war, to the point that nothing will grow outside of the cities. Um, so it, it is effectively a whole lot of nothing. If you imagine your kind of uh, American highway through the desert kind of vibe, um, this is this is what this journey is going to be like. Um, so I hope you brought some good tunes. But as you, uh, after the uh, after a day of travelling, the sun finally kind of dips over the horizon, and immediately it starts getting very cold. Um, the caravan, the camels, kind of pull up, uh, and Borash announces, "We will camp here for the night. We must be careful." I hear that the flesh forges have reactivated recently. There are creatures prowling the night. What are the flesh forges? Why did you have to ask that, Vel? They see that's the kind what? of thing that gets wizards a bad name. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm just curious. <laughs> I just, you know, it sounds. No, I'm curious as well. To be fair, it's just I knew. Oh it well, oh well, there we go. <laughs> let's, 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 this wizardist. Thank you. Just enough of that. Back now, in the market. You? you want to get a skull anvil and a, and a spine bellows. Well, I mean, if there's a portable one, I mean, maybe I'd look at into Velda! it. What? What? It sounds useful. <laughs> Who doesn't need flesh? He looks at Jam Jam. <laughs> oh, I could very much do with some more. I feel like I've burned off a couple of layers. Yes, you look you look nearly as bad as Fulton. Um, I, I mean, you, no. he has been hiding on he has been on my shoulders the whole time. You know, how you, uh, uh, were you, uh, did you jump off my shoulder at any point? No. I didn't think that you did. It's the general chafing of my bottom on your shoulder. Oh, I'm sorry. I have bony oh. shoulders. Sorry. I, do. I, I have this lovely new fresh flesh, but it does not regenerate, unfortunately. And yeah, I see how that would be a problem. <laughs> we maybe need to get you, we'll get you a little patch uh, you know or what? something It's like okay. That I will make you a nappy for patch. tomorrow, okay? Do you okay. want me to uh, sew you up again? Oh, thank you. That would be lovely. <laughs> Can we make us a craft All check? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Craft check. <laughs> that is it's a 12. It's a 12. I mean, it's not a great job. So as the, as the caravan starts to set up camp and everyone kind of lights some fires and starts pitching tent, tents, there's just the uh, <laughs> Bubba just over his camel just sewing up Jam Jam's behind. Um, sewing him up. Sewing him up. Sewing him up. Oh, goodness me. It hurts so much. No, not that hole. I need that one. Oh! Once he's done, Shania comes over, has a look and goes, dear, oh dear, um, and, uh, and tries to redo it um, with uh, using medicine, using a medicine, which is uh, 22. A 22, and you finally yeah. managed to properly seal up Jam Jam's new skin. <laughs> So that it's tight to his body, rather than just <laughs> just shaking her head the entire time. Oi, it was tight before. It was only because he was riding on your shoulders. They got loose. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it is my responsibility from now on. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. I like you tonight. Okay. Good. Okay. Um. Uh, 
Bubba, could you do that to mine? Uh, Fulton shows his ass, and it is just red raw from just riding on the camel. I don't uh, think bare I don't think that's uh, really how uh, my crafting check works. To be honest, I'm not really going to go near uh, your bottom and sew it up. To be honest, um, why don't you have a go? Caragor leans into it. Why don't you have a go? Why don't you have a go, Bubba? Why don't you, you have a go, Caragor? You popped. No, I mean he came to you. He came to you this time, not to me. So, I tell you um, what I can. So I tell you what I can do, Fulton. Look, is is one hey. of these coconuts right? I've shredded it up. Rub that into your ass, and that might make it feel a bit better. Uh, <laughs> all right. He's, he like, like gingerly turns around, like starts wiping his ass with the with the. Okay, uh, should I Not go over and, and take a look <laughs> and take a? Welcome to the Danger Club podcast, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Should I? Health tips. Should I? The po- flesh, I... not the furry side. She walks over and examines um, Fulton's ass um, using the medicine business. So twenty this time. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, Can is, I that tell? ass. Is, that ass definitely needs some attention. Um. Okay. Um, well, what, what, I mean, do I know if there's like a cream or a salve or something that would help it? You, uh, I reckon, with that score, yeah, you have a rummage in your bag, and you reckon you maybe you have a uh, you have a soothing okay. balm. Uh, All right. Okay. Okay. Fulton, bend over. Bend. Bend over. Like this. Okay. Uh, Don't move. She gets the salve out. Oh God. Slaps it on his ass and starts rubbing it about. Really, like, like really viciously, like nurse ratchet style. You know, like it's her job. She does not enjoying nice. it. You know. There you go. Okay. This will hopefully make you feel better. Okay. All right. We'll check it again in the morning. I, I, I don't want it to go septic. I gouge someone's eyes out with my thumb. Yes, well done. Oh, he's back yeah. on the Fulton soundboard. <laughs> I was going to say, was, that, was, that, was, was the coconut arse a reset for the Fulton soundboard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, um, a, a human woman uh, is just coming over to the, the, where the sort of group of you um, are, are settled. Um, she has a hood pulled up and a, a cloak pulled around her now because it's getting quite cold. Now, as soon as the sun's down, um, it starts getting quite cold. Um, and she uh, approaches and says, she has sort of there's dark skin and tight um, hair kind of in, in curls at the top tied back uh, and she approaches as, as I was just wondering if you wanted to join us oh my goodness um, <laughs> right well, uh, <laughs> oh yes yeah. I, I would yeah, yeah absolutely I was just you. about to go and see hey. if there were any other ladies in the camp hello hello um, what's your name uh, my, my name is Matala um, I'm one of the uh, one of the merchants traveling with the caravan uh, we, we were just wondering if you wanted to join us at the fire uh, tonight it's going to be quite cold yeah that would be lovely that yeah be. yeah um, and she kind of <laughs> just is, is really perplexed but just sticking to the politeness um, <laughs> as, she, as she turns and heads back to the fire where you can see that there are a, a lot of uh, most of the people from the caravan are now sort of starting to gather around the, the fire but um, how many or, people are there um, so there are there are about fifteen people gathered around uh, of all the people that are in this, and there are a few other um, look, people that look armed, uh, like because there's it's not all Borash's um, wares, you know. There are a few different groups in it, and some of them have got their own protection. Um, but you are certainly look like the most capable out of all of them uh, as you um, as you approach. Matala goes back and down and she sits down next to a um, next to a northern looking human uh, with blonde hair dressed in blue robes um, and a uh, and a dwarf 
uh, with blue hair that is kind of frazzled um, and sort of sticking out um, kind of Ein Albert Einstein style his beard as well it's all kind of like um, frizzy um, and they're, they're all just sort of sat warming themselves by the fire as you go. Just before we uh, uh, just before we go over to uh, as as the most capable looking in this group, Caragor just barely looks at Fulton and goes, "Put some bloody clothes on, <laughs> for Gorham's sake." All right, Mister Grouchy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> he puts uh, he puts a loincloth on. You, uh, uh, also, apart from decency, Fulton, you're gonna freeze, <laughs> mate, and you've yeah. got sunburn. To get chill on sunburn, like, you, come you're on. You're gonna get very he puts, ill. He puts his armor back on. <laughs> Put on your loincloth and uh, and your armor over your bare skin. That's uh, <laughs> oh. Tell you what, Fulton's nipples are like bullets <laughs> underneath that armor. <laughs> Surprised they've just been grazed away. <laughs> Uh, Veld would like to go and sit by the fire, just sort of gathers his robes around and gets gin and just sort of starts feeding him. Then, you know, generally I mean, he, get, he gets a gin. <laughs> like, uh, he gets yeah. a gin. Yeah, he gets a gin for his little portable bar on his camel, and uh, you know, traveling <laughs> style. Who are you um, all? Hello, I'm Fulton. Yeah, Shania sits down next to. Um, what's her name? Matala. Is that right? Matala. Yeah. Matala. Right. Okay. Um, says. Um, so, oh, uh, hello. So, where are you from? Um, why are you here? She says, "I um, says, oh, I'm. We work for the uh, we work for the trade consortium, um, out of Kibwe. I am. Um, uh, I'm here with my companions. This is uh, this is Leotus, and she points at the human, um, and Kunat, and points at the dwarf. Um, nice to meet you. We are. We are traveling to. Uh, we're traveling all the way to Kibwe. Yeah, uh, so are we. Yeah, as are we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same. Um, and uh, uh, um, are you you are trading in Kibwe? Is this what it is? Yes, the the, the trade consortium works in uh, the trade consortium works in Kibwe. Um, it deals with a lot of um, uh, a lot of the goods coming in and out. Uh, Kibwe is one of the biggest trading hubs in the uh, in the eastern Mwangi. Ah. It is uh, the route through which all goods from um, this side of the mountains pass into the Mwangi expanse. So um, there is a lot of lot for sale there. Um, there's a saying: if you cannot find something in Kibwe, then it does not wish to be found. <laughs> oh yeah, but I look forward to to getting there. Um, is that where you live as well? You live and work there, yeah? Yes, yeah. it, 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 it is a beautiful city. Oh, I very much look forward to it. Um, it's, so, um, so tell me, um, is uh, the, 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 um, the prince Borch, Is he is he one of yours? She uh, um, she smiles. The uh, the dwarf and the human just kind of chuckle to each other. She says, "No, no, he's uh, uh, Borash runs the Borash runs merchant caravans up and down necks. Um, he is uh, he takes a little getting used to, but it's one of the most reliable ways to uh, to travel in a group through here. Uh. It can be uh, dangerous to travel alone through the wastelands of Nex, yeah. especially these days. I can understand this. Yes, uh, I just uh, I've, I had some reservations about about him. Uh, is he really a prince? As much as anybody is a prince out here, <laughs> outside of the cities of Nex, uh, there is not a great deal of law. Um, if one wants to claim to be a prince, then one might as well be a prince if you can back it up. Caragol runs to put his hands over Fulton's ears. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's um, it's well, you were mentioning uh, the the we we got told of the flesh foundries. Um, have things been getting more dangerous recently? Then. 
Unfortunately, yes. The uh, the flesh forges are. Um, oh yes. Well, they're very. Uh, oh. Uh, she turns and uh, and says something. In yes, Felder's yeah. leaning in. Um, a bit more. She um, she turns and says something in, in a language you don't understand to um, to the dwarf, um, who replies back. Um, who replies back in common, um, and says, uh, "Golem works." And she says, "They're like golem works." Um, she says, uh. I, 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 not, "It's not a word that we, we use very much." Um, I know it is more of a northern sort of expression. Uh, they were built by Nex uh, a long, long time ago um, to create weapons of war, living weapons of war for his war with Geb, and have been dormant largely since uh, then for thousands of years. But uh, for whatever reason, in the last uh, decade or so, they have some of them have begun awakening uh, and uh, spilling their creations into the wasteland, but with no one to... Uh, uh, to watch over them or to govern them, the creations come out uh, in all manner of things. Um, so, who is making these? I mean, do you suspect anyone? The uh, she uh, she sort of struggles and she thinks for a moment. The dwarf says, "We don't know. Nobody knows. They they come alive all by themselves." Really, I mean. That seems uh, wild, um, but uh, maybe. Well, I mean, would you <laughs> maybe suspect the whispering tyrant? The uh, uh, the human um, sort of scoffs and says, "No, is is old magic, bad magic, not uh, no whispering tyrant here." Caragor says, um, "I uh, sort of." goes uh, I because as far as I'm aware unless they're undead golems then they wouldn't necessarily be tied to the whispering tyrant who by all accounts is some kind of lich lord um, uh, and then Caragor also thinks back to an old friend and goes the golems are, are they, were, they, were every single golem uh, created in the same way are they all tied to a central uh, sort of thing because we've got a friend who bought a golem a long time ago are they not then all this, uh, I don't really understand how golem magic works. The uh, the human uh, goes, all golems, bad news, all bad magic. Most magic, bad magic. You know wizard? Wizard, go bad. Bad. Did <laughs> see? Um, Felder. Shooting a, shooting a look at the dwarf. Um, Felder sort of scratched his chin. And uh, I'd like to do an arcana check to see about what kind of magic it would be if it had been autonomous Thing, or if this is something you said sure. before with 32. 32. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, you know that. So golems are created through... They're created. They're all created through magical means. They're all created by kind of uh, infusing a, a kind of... I don't want to say a mockery, but kind of a version of life into, a, uh, into an inanimate object. Uh, and depending on the object, there can be different things. There are such things as flesh golems. Um, this sounds different... Um, the the flesh, the idea that they're kind of the idea that it could become active without somebody actually doing it seems quite strange. Um, that these would just spontaneously reactivate. Um, but yeah, Caragor leans over to Velder and goes, um, "Yeah, I don't reckon the one that Travis bought a while ago for the for the carnival security. That's not. I'm 
you not? Oh like no, 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 no. Uh, well, remember that uh, that was in Kermaga, and they were. Well, they were controlled for a set purpose, you see. As long as a golem has a creator who instills it with a sense of purpose or morality or, you know, whatever its, its function is, uh, there shouldn't be a problem. Um, but these are concerning because, of course, Nex produced these to wage war on his, his rival. And, um, well, that's the last thing they'll have ever been programmed with, I suppose. Well, I don't know why I say programmed. Strange, I mean, that would be, that'd be great if all they would do was to program to destroy undead. That would be very useful, actually, wouldn't well, it? Well... I know, but I think they'll just... It sounds like they're just reverting to uh, destroying anything. All right. Mm. This, the, uh, the dwarf says, maybe all next is waking up. <laughs> the, uh, the human kind of eyes him sideways and just bats him on the arm and says, don't say such things. Don't speak of bad, evil wizards. You wake them up. Um, she nods and goes, well, uh, Matala sort of shrugs and says, well, whatever's out there, I'm... Um, I'm glad that all of you are here, at least. Uh, perhaps we have a, a good chance of getting through this. Yeah, we should uh, set watches. Um, I uh, would be happy to take f- uh, the first watch. Do you want to do it together, or do you want to do it like, by yourself? I mean, we can do we can do it together if you want. We can we can like buddy up. I mean, uh, we could maybe we should spend some time together and develop our characters together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it might be good, uh, you know, for character development. Yeah. And just to check in and see what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's do that then together, me and you. Fun All time. Right. Mm, the first watch. I'm happy taking my man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you stand up and uh, get ready to uh, to make your watches, just somewhere out in the desert night. You hear just sort of a low, deep animal call somewhere in the thing, and everyone just kind of goes quiet for a moment and just listens out, um, but it doesn't come back. Um, and everyone kind of just pulls their cloaks a little tighter around themselves as you go about setting your watches for the first night in the deserts of Nex. And that is where we leave it for tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In the desert. In the desert. This week's episode was made possible by our Patreons and especially our Dangerling of the Week, Stu Jackson! To get your name on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash danger club podcast. Thank you, Stu. Thank you, Stu. Thanks, Stu. Thank you, Stu.